to the Heat versus the World podcast. And now, stand up and make some noise for your host, Joel Jacob. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Heat Restoral Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joel Jacob, and you can follow me on Twitter at JoelKJacob underscore. And with me always, I got some guests. First, we got Miami Flash PE. Say what's up to the people, Flash. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Miami Clutch PE on Twitter. Follow me, I'll follow you right back. And then following him, we got... Not G- the actual Jimmy Buckets, but still someone very fun to have on the pod. Uh, say what's up to the people, uh, Jimmy Buckets 2.0. <laughs> what's going on, Heat Nation? Jimmy Buckets in the house. Follow me on Twitter, Jimmy Buckets with four Zs at the end, and I will follow you back. All right. Thank you, uh, Mr. Jimmy Buckets. And then following that, we have another guest, the female correspondent herself. Say what's up to the people, Miss Angelina Martell. What's going on, Heat vs. the World? It's Angelina Martell. You can follow me on Twitter at Angie Martell with two E's for all your latest Miami Heat updates. All right. So we got our four for today. So without further ado, let's get started. So let's see. Last night, well, by the time you recorded it, it's been last night. The Heat... I don't really know how to talk about this. The Heat lost to the Grizzlies, and I can handle an L. I just hate it when we lose to, um, what's his name, Dylan Brooks specifically. I think what I understand we're going to have random scrub Heat killers hop in now and then, but what makes it hard is when the random scrub Heat killer is a guy that plays for a team that everybody, what's the word I'm looking for? The random scrub heat killer is someone that the team does not like, the team's fans does not like. Because if you go on Twitter, there's a lot of Grizzlies fans who slander the hell out of Dylan Brooks. So you're sitting here and telling me that it's going to be that same dude to drop 23 points in the third quarter on us? You know, I'm surprised it wasn't blowout by then. You know, but aside from that, it was definitely disappointing to see the Heat lose, especially when it seemed like Victor Oladipo was finally starting to shake some of that um, new player rust off. You know, dude had 16 points, and I think the Heat big three combined for 64, which was nice to see. Um, but overall, you know, as long as we get the fourth seed, you know, I don't really care about some of these losses. I'm just more upset about the fact that it was Dylan Brooks who killed us, you know. But aside from that, yeah, um, Flash, how do you feel? My God, it was so frustrating last night, man. Uh, we we started off decent. I mean, you had Bam putting up a 10-point quarter first quarter. I think Hero put up an 11 or 12-point first quarter. I think we started off pretty good. But this is the I think this is the first time that we had an effort loss because the defense was just not there when it usually always is. We don't give up. Lately, we haven't been giving up 124 points in a game. It's it's just a – it was just effort. Like, you can tell on the court, people 
the defensive scheme, you people want to blame Spolstra because maybe he needs to change the scheme up because they're getting wide open corner threes. They wouldn't be getting wide open corner threes if the rotations were faster and there was more effort into it. People just look sluggish. They look lazy. It's, it's just the offense was kind of there all night, so that's okay. But the defense was just not, and it was just awful. And um, Dylan Brooks, yeah, he pissed me off a lot because – random scrub heat killer and he wouldn't miss every time we would cut the lead he would somehow just make a three contested but the real man that pissed me off here kyle anderson god damn his jump shot is the worst jump shot i've seen in the nba today and he's nailing shot after shot after shot he had 19 8 and 6 dude dominated us as well i i i'm more upset about kyle anderson than i am about dylan brooks or jonas valanciunas Jesus. And the last thing I'm going to say about this, what are we doing here with John Moran? Can he not get touched when driving into the basket? Can he not get touched? Because everything's a foul. The NBA needs the, the refs need to be better with that. But it was just a, a very frustrating loss that we need to just – maybe it's a loss that we just wake up and get things going. Uh, but just hopefully, man, we got the Lakers and hopefully we wake up. For sure. And then what about you, Jimmy Buckets? I thought that we looked super sluggish. We looked like, honestly, we were on the second night of a back-to-back almost, how we played. It looked just completely lackadaisical on the defensive end, especially in the second half. We were allowing them to not only hit every corner three that their little hearts desired, but then also allowing them any drive they wanted to the to the basket. It was like it's like normally you stop one thing and you give up to you know you end up giving up the other if they're if the offense is cooking and Memphis's offense was cooking, but we were giving up everything to them. It's like we didn't even try to stop one part of their offense. They were playing really good. It made us kind of look silly for picking Precious over Desmond Bain too. He he had a nice little game. I was like, golly, I hate to hate to see this. Bain's cooking for Memphis, and Precious is playing zero minutes on the bench. So that was always another fun little slap in the face with Terrence Ross's cousin, Dylan Brooks, um, <laughs> random heat killer. So uh, hopefully we'll get collected and come out and whoop, whoop the Lakers our next game. So hopefully we'll just chalk this up as a L and they look at the tape and just feel silly and embarrassed and come out and go on a go on a tear and hopefully a, a win streak because we don't have that many games left in the season. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ange? I agree with everything everyone said so far, being that this was a very frustrating game to watch considering our defense just wasn't there. Like the players just showed up to the arena and decided, hey, you know what? Maybe I don't have to play defense today and then just let that go. The offense was there sometimes, but not always when we needed it. I mean, Duncan and Hero hit some good threes to help us get back, like, not be as down bad as we were. Like, there was a point where we were um, just down by two, and then, like, 30 seconds later, we're down by nine. Like, it's just they couldn't miss the Grizzlies, like you said. Darren Booker, I think you said his name was. I don't remember, but he was – I'm sorry? Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks? Shame shit. (laughs) Then who said Booker? Who said Booker then? Nobody said Booker, Andy. I I heard Booker, but anyways, I'm a little slow. Another Angie moment for the ones that don't know. But anyways, (laughs) um, 
<laughs> but anyways, yeah, like they just couldn't miss. It was that was the most frustrating part. I feel like besides the defense just not being there, the fact that they just they just couldn't miss was just <laughs> Joel. Leave me alone <laughs> in the chat. He's like goodness, but um, yeah, like it was the winning streak was fun while it lasted. I guess. Um, our free throw shooting, I also have to point out, hasn't been the best lately. Um, we shot 61% from the free throw line. I mean, not saying it's, I mean, it's not as good as it should be, but it's not under 50%. So I feel like we need to work on that. And it's Bam mainly because he shot, let me see, he shot 0 for 3 last night from free throw line. So that's never a good thing. Um Vic, need, Vic needs to work on his free throws, too. Yeah, I'll give him that as well. But Vic played good last night. I will give him that. He played good defense, I think. Robinson had a block last night, which I was pretty impressed and happy about. So the defense there was good. Robinson's defense is getting a lot better. So yeah. I feel like just this is a game we should have won, in my opinion. So... And I hope on tomorrow's game is going to be a lot better. You know, without AD and LeBron and Cousins, it should be a given win, no? But, I mean, hey, we lost to an injured Clippers team earlier in the season, so anything's possible. But, yeah, that's my opinion on it. And I already know I'm going to get slandered for Dylan Brooks, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's cool. Um, but, yeah, you know, like I said, I mean, it was definitely disappointing to see the Heat lose. Um, but yeah, the um Dylan Brooks. I mean, like I said, for him out of all the players in Memphis to have a big game against us, it just sucks. Like I said, this is a guy that Grizzlies fans are not really supportive of. But you know, at the same time, now I know how other teams feel whenever we have Kelly Olynyk come out and have a thirty point game for us. I mean, imagine paying two hundred, three hundred dollars to watch your team play. And they end up losing because they get cooked by Kelly Olynyk. Like, geez, bro. I can't even imagine. That. So, anyways, <laughs> but um, that was the only big thing that happened that night, though. That day, actually, um, another report came out that Miami will be getting. Dwayne Dedman. Now, I'm sure a lot of Heat fans out there have their thoughts about him. You know, it definitely surprised me because it definitely looked like he was probably going to sit the year out. But um, I guess, you know, I know a lot of Heat fans out there wanted a big, so, you know, there you go. Um, So there's that. And then also another thing that I want to bring up is like, you know, to have another big, I mean, it seems like a good move for Miami. I mean, let's face it, Dwayne Dedman, he's only going to be like insurance for us. You know, I think if a worst case scenario, something happens to Bam, you know, you can try or Bielitsa either, you know, you could just put him in the game instead of having someone like Precious hop in. Because I know how some of y'all feel. Some of y'all be feeling really nervous when that dude Precious come on the floor. So now instead of Precious, you know, we'll try and maybe throw Dwayne Dedman in there. You know, obviously, as some of you guys brought up um, on Twitter, you know, I don't expect him to play big minutes for us. So while it's a nice move for Miami, I sort of look at it as a why not type of situation. You know, no really harm from getting him. So, yeah, there's that. 
Um, how do you guys feel? Who wants to talk about getting Dwayne Dedman first? I'll, I'll, I'll start. Like, Okay. For the people that have that big man fetish, I hope you're happy. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for you, I guess. But he's not going to play like that. He's going to get some minutes in the regular season, yeah. You're, he's not going to see a single minute in the entire playoffs. So let's let's ease up there. I, I mentioned this in the stream you guys were doing um, yesterday during halftime. Dude, Dwayne Dedman is just – he's not going to do much here. He's, he's just a player that is there, like Joe said, for insurance. And I wouldn't get my hopes up about that. He – he was a in 2019, I want to say, yeah, 2019. He was a 39% three-point shooter. He can shoot from the corner. He can shoot from the top of the key. He can shoot from the wing. Perfect. 2020, he was a 20% three-point shooter. You don't know what you're getting, especially after an injury. So, yeah, I saw a lot of this on Hate Twitter when Valanciunas was cooking us in the first quarter. Yeah, this is why we signed Dwayne Dedman, dude. Dwayne Dedman is not going to start. He's not going to play the first four minutes of the game, so that does nothing. Valanciunas would have still roasted us, right? So people need to calm down. If, if you have that little fetish that, that for let's get a big man. Big man solves everything. Fine. We got him. Can we move on now? Because he's not going to do anything. I don't mean to be negative. I actually like Dwayne Dedman as a player, but you got to be realistic. He's not going to play. I, I would put him on the floor over Precious at this moment, which is a plus. That's why an emergency big is good. But yeah, that's that's it for that's it for me on Deadman. The the way I see it, the way I see it is it can't hurt us. You know, we had two open roster spots and we had to fill one of them by Thursdays. And we have tons of guards and wings. So obviously we were gonna use it on a big and we got a big who's not not terrible. Uh, he's had a decent NBA career. Can rebound. He can shoot threes. He's long. He's athletic. Hopefully, he's healthy. Maybe they know something that we don't know. Maybe because I know that he's been with our trainers and staff and doctors and medical people for the last few days and has been evaluated before they decided to pick him up. So maybe they maybe he passed everything you know clear, clean and clear, and is good to go and. Uh, like you were saying uh, earlier, PE, that it's at least, you know, it's a serviceable big in case of emergency. And Joel was saying, and it's better than, I, I think he's better than having Precious as an option uh, if we need uh, a big in a situation. So I see it as a win win situation, can't hurt us. And maybe he turns out to be something better than expected. So I'm, I'm happy with it. And, Ready to see, ready to see what they do with him. By the way, shout out to Heat versus Haters. You guys broke the Deadman news first with that yeah, little big, picture. Yeah. Big shout out to that was big that's shout so out cool. To they broke it before Shams and Woj. That's that's awesome. That's so cool. But yeah, I feel like just having that extra big man, having at least three big men on our team, Bam, Bielitsa, and then Deadman, I feel like that's great. Like, especially if we need to stop in the fourth quarter, like some defense, you put out Iggy, Bam, Oladipo, Bielitsa, and hold on, wait, Deadman, Iggy, Bielitsa, Bam, and who else would we put out there? Yeah, you're not Did putting I... three bigs out there, Angie. If we need to stop. No, you, you go small. 
you go small, then who would you put? You the, have to put Iggy the, and Bam out there put, and Oladipo. You put the you put the death That's line. Three. You put Victor Oladipo, Jimmy, Perimeter uh, defense. Ariza, Iggy, and Bam. That's it. Isn't that yeah. basically the starting lineup besides Iggy? Yeah, that's so, it. Yeah, because you don't you don't really need that. That's those are your five best defensive players on the team. Just you just replace Robinson with Iggy. Yeah, yeah that's 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 the sickest. That's one of the sickest defensive lineups that I've seen in a long time. That's ridiculous. What you're suggesting, Angie, with all the respect, you're having Bielisa play small forward, and that doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have a point, but it's like if we're up by so much and you just need to get a stop, or like if we're down by like maybe like five and you just need a stop and to get those offensive points, then maybe put the, that's that lineup out there. But I don't know. I feel like the bigger, the better in that scenario, I guess. Angie loved mm-hmm. the big man. <laughs> Love with the big man. The bright. The bright side, though, is that at least we get to keep our um, vice courts and jerseys. So, Bro, Yeah, we get yeah. to keep them. I will never hear the end of that. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, don't worry about it. That's all I have to say. If you know, you know. Just let it, let, leave it at that. Just know we'll have vice for the rest of the year. Yeah, exactly. Angie can sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to lose any sleep. Please bear with me today, y'all. I'm tired. I took FSAs, so my head's not really there. So if I say some more dumb shit, that's why. Please forgive me. <laughs> all right, all right. So Dylan Booker. Let's Dylan, I was mm, <laughs> another Angie moment. Y'all are here first. This is one of my very few Angie moments. So we need to have a conversation of this pod at some point. Not right now. We're, we're going to keep going, but about yeah, the Angie yeah. moments, astrology, right? Astro, yes, astrology, and um. What else? <laughs> we can go on. We, we can have a, we can have a pod, Angie, where you host it, and you can just talk about all your all your topics you want, and we can chime in. And let you I know love how we, that, Joel. Do you approve? It. Do you approve? <laughs> how about next pod? How about next pod? We need to have a segment called Angie's Moments. Yes, bro, a new series <laughs> of the pod. <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> Yo, and you can edit it like they do on um on the streams on Five Reasons, like they do with the memes and stuff. You can just edit my screenshots on there. That'd be so funny. We'll be good. Oh, yeah, we'll be sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always a good time. Always a good time. At least I brighten your guys' day, so that's always good. Gives you guys a good laugh. Sure Gives myself you. a good laugh. And so, anyways, uh, moving forward, um, real, real talk. So let's um, move on. Um, so let's see what what else should we hit on. So let's talk about how finally, halfway through the season, let's see, Miami finally decides to put um, what's his name, Bam? No, not Miami. The NBA finally decides to put Bam on the um defensive um M- defensive player of the year award ladder, and I don't know about y'all, but I find that very disrespectful. Like we already how much far into the season, fifty games in, and you telling me that now we about to start putting him in there? Like that's kind of wild to think about, especially when you've seen the way how he's played compared to other defenders. So you're telling me that now y'all are finally going to give him some recognition? It just seems to bull on that part, you know? And 
one thing I want to say real quick, and because I know that's been something a lot of Heat fans have been talking about. You know, while this does piss me off, and I'm sure it pisses a lot of people off too, it probably pissed you guys off as well. Um, the thing is, what we're just going to have to comprehend is that the NBA award system is just flawed. I mean, seriously. I mean, think about it this way. Mike Budenholzer is clearly not a better coach than Eric Spolstra. But Budenholzer got two Coach of the Year awards. Spo has zero. Does this mean Budenholzer is a better coach than Spo? No, but it just shows how flawed the whole system is. And it's just a regular season award, too. So anyone, especially a pretender like Mike Budenholzer, can easily win that. So... So all those who I see who talk about, you know, Bam not getting the recognition he deserves, at the end of the day, just consider the fact that the NBA award system is nothing more but trash, you know. You're not always going to see it work out the way you want it to, and that's something that we're sadly going to have to accept. You know, I'm sure you guys would agree with me on that. Yeah, the big problem with me of who's number one. That leaning tower of like French Eiffel Tower. I don't even know how to, leaning tower how to make fun of him. No, this the Eiffel Tower because he's French. Um, dude, just I mean, really, you're gonna give him another defensive player of the year award? Like, dude, he's he's very good. He's elite at one thing, and that's rim protecting. But Bam is just really good all over the place. I don't. I don't understand this obsession with Rudy Gobert being number one in defensive player of the year. I don't think Rudy Gobert is better than Bam Adebayo. There, I said it. Heat propaganda. He's. I don't think Rudy Gobert is better. He's just. You know what I think it is. Tall. I think it's just a popularity race. You know what I mean? Because Utah is number one in the league right now, so of course Rudy Gobert is going to get the recognition that oh, everyone man. thinks How he deserves. How the hell is Rudy Gobert popular? He shut. I mean, he should get defensive player of the year last year. He shut down the entire league. Didn't Giannis get, no, Giannis she, get she, it last year? She, she's right. She's right though. The whole NBA ladder and the whole like voting for MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, and Coach of the Year, and stuff like that. It's all just a big popularity contest with like fan favorites and stuff like that. And for some reason, the NBA doesn't like the Heat. They never it's really have. Like, the They're point jealous. I'm gonna make it sort of ties back to it, but it's kind of a little irrelevant. Like how Xavier Howard didn't win Defensive Player of the Year for the Dolphins. Who I forget who won it, but it's just like. A popularity vote, you know. Xavier Howard had an interception almost every single game, if not every single game, and he loses to someone who's more popular than he is. That that just shows it's a popularity vote, and it's just like based on status and like who's hot right now and who everyone else thinks is hot right now. It's like that, the people who deserve it the it most honestly sports. don't like the people yeah. who deserve it the most don't win, and it's it's the sad truth. And um. I feel like, I mean, I get it. We were in the finals last year. Everyone knows who we are, what we're about. But it's like, then again, if you deserve it, you deserve it. Don't just give it to other people because you think, you know, that like they don't get as no enough recognition as most other players do. It's just not fair both ways. It's the same thing with the all-star system. You you get exactly. people all-star because it's team record, not because of individual accomplishment. True. Sure, it's it's wild. And it, speaking of defensive player of the year, Bam had three steals last night to go along with mm -hmm. his triple double. So I mean, Bam's there. He does it every game on the defensive end, guard in every position. He's elite and one of a kind. And I haven't seen anybody like him since Kevin Garnett. 
it, that's just personal opinion, but I think he's amazing and he's only going to get better, but he definitely needs to be in the top three, if not the top two, if not the, the number one defensive player of the year in my, in my eyes. That's might what, also what's be. The, what's the top five, uh, uh, Joel? Yeah, I know it started with Gobert and I know Ben was Giannis five, but in between. Is I, know Simmons, I know Ben Simmons, Giannis, ben Gobert, and then there's somebody else. Um, Look oh, yeah. All I just saw was Bam's placement, and I was like, screw it, and I just stopped reading after that. <laughs> okay, I think it is Gobert, Simmons, Turner. Giannis, oh, yeah, Mark Turner's pretty good. Turner yeah, deserves you're, you're right. boy more than well, he deserves. Hurt, though. Joel Embiid? Uh, no, yeah, he's he's hurt, and he's not very mobile on defense other than the inside. But I think Miles Turner, he deserves a deploy more than Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Like, it's just I don't understand what they're doing here. Uh, ben Simmons, what are we doing with Ben Simmons? He has not improved a single Why year. Why is Draymond Green he's the same in as the when he started. Draymond Green, I'm looking at it right now. It's the odds, but it's not accurate. But Draymond Green's in the conversation. Draymond Green is a very good defensive player. He's in, he should he's be in the top ten. He's overrated in my opinion. He should he be in the top, top ten, 10 in defense. In top 10. But yeah, he's not in the top five, and that's what matters. So for some reason, here it says Bam's number six behind Joel Embiid. Because you're looking like, at odds, and we're and what we're, what we're looking at is the is the rankings. Maybe people looking, maybe I'm people just like the maybe people just like the movie Shrek. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe they do. I saw that tweet. I was like, yo. I'll try to avoid a Ben Simmons rant, but what are we doing with Ben Simmons? Like I, I, I just said a couple seconds ago, what are we doing? He, he hasn't improved a single year since he's been in the league. He's playing the same as how he started. Has not developed a jump shot. He, he can play defense. Neither he can't Giannis. play defense. Giannis he's not developed that good. a jump shot. He's a tall Ricky Rubio. At least Giannis takes threes. At least he That's takes true. them. Ben Simmons doesn't do anything. I mean, Bam doesn't Bam take takes, Bam. Bam is a better point guard than Ben Simmons. That's weird. <laughs> Bam's a really good point guard. <laughs> really good. It's so so cool to see your center playing point. It's so fun. I love it. it imagine guarding him on defense as the other team's big man, especially if you're like a brick-footed, slow big man having to guard Bam, bringing the ball up the court. Oh, man. <laughs> it's going to be a long Sweet. night. It Mm-hmm. Stan, let's see. I mean, I don't know. It's like, like I said, it's just such a flawed system. You know, I'm still waiting for Coach Spo to win his first Coach of the Year award. It looks like he he certainly won't get it this year because of the way how Miami has lost a handful of games. So there's that. And, you know, Bam, I mean, we're going to have to accept the fact that him, Jimmy, and all of them are going to continue to get disrespected. You know, that's why I really hope we can win a championship soon. So it's like when we win it, people can sit there, weep about it, and realize that there's nothing that the media can do about it. Because at the end of the day, you can't vote for who gets to win the championship. You know, I'm just so. hoping and praying to the NBA gods that we beat the Lakers tomorrow so I can rub it in their face and them cry about it saying, oh, we didn't have LeBron. Oh, we didn't have Anthony Davis. Okay. Sounds a little familiar now, doesn't it? We didn't have two main players <laughs> last year in the files. Yeah, exactly. Sucks to exactly. suck. <laughs> yeah. I like this. I, I, I like this, Angie. This is funny. Keep that same energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Less than a year ago, too, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you suck, huh? 
It's uh, quite uh, ain't no back talk, Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope we do, I hope we don't call the dog. I hope we don't call the dogs off. <laughs> yeah, would, I, if we win by twenty, I want them to keep stepping on their throats. That's how badly I want it. I'm gonna laugh in their face. I'm gonna be ha ha ha. Sucks to suck. And then one thing I want to bring up real quick, it's like, you know, especially, you know, getting ready for the playoff run for Miami, you know, as you know, last night's loss, like I said, sucked, but as long as we get the fourth seed, I'm cool with it. And, you know, one team I also want to watch for is Brooklyn, because, you know, obviously, if you want to make a deep playoff run, you're going to have to play Brooklyn eventually. My dream idea of a bracket is to simply keep the four seed and then make sure Brooklyn doesn't get the one seed at least, you know, get the two or three seed. Because if that was to happen, Miami would end up being on the other side of the bracket away from Brooklyn, setting up a conference finals matchup. And I don't know how y'all feel about it. If you guys would want to play them earlier than that. But for me personally, like whenever I have the playoffs come around, like if Miami can play the most difficult um competitor the most con- difficult that's probably the most difficult team in the conference in the playoffs i'd prefer to play them in the conference finals that's always been my mentality against towards teams like that so if we were to play play brooklyn i'd prefer it in the conference finals and let's see you have Philly and Milwaukee, I need to see what they're going to do in the playoffs because I'm, I'm not buying anything that they're putting out right now. Okay, You know I, what would I, be I the funniest thing? If Mil- if Brooklyn went out the same way Milwaukee did last year in the playoffs, everyone expected them to go far. Look where they went. Almost swept them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, any team is going to beat them, I need it to, in the East, I need it to be Miami. Please. Mm-hmm. You know how much people are going to start looking at us again like i need the people who was out here talking about how this was the mickey mouse finals run i need all of them to see that if miami was to beat brooklyn and you know what's crazy brooklyn is literally nothing without irving harden or durant like like last game against the knicks that they played harden got injured in the middle of the game durant was out the, the minute um irving went out it was just like they were almost down by i think like 20 or maybe 15 and then as soon as um Irving came back in they started getting back up that just shows you like they're really nothing without those three players and it's just like let, 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 let's be fair here Angie uh Miami's nothing without Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo I mean we've won games without one or the other but we haven't won without both have we played a game without both I don't really remember I'm pretty sure we'll lose just... no, I'm saying like this season have we played a game without either Pretty sure I know we, we played without Jimmy for a long time. Hey, and it was a stretch we've had. Oh, the one game, I, two games I remember we specifically played without them was when we had the Sioux Full Sky Force play Philly twice. Oh, that's right. Against Philly. Oh. We lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. This goes to my point. Like, it, it's just, it's a Stars League. So I kind of, Brooklyn isn't. Obviously, they're not good without their big three. We are not going to be good without our big two. We're not. So I think that's just we have to be fair in that situation. I, I, I'm the first person. Who honest, love to trash, like, I would love to trash Brooklyn. I would love it, but at the same time, we we aren't we aren't anything either without our top guys. Because um, 
without our top guys, we have guys like Duncan who play off of the top guys. Duncan gets open because of Bam. Duncan gets open because of Jemmy. You take away both of them, Duncan's not getting open. And Tyler's going to be just chucking up shots from half court. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I, what I think about Tyler's, like, and um, now that we're on the subject of Tyler, Ty, I love Tyler's confidence, but it's like at some point it's not necessary, if that makes any sense. Because, like, say we're down by, like, maybe two in, like, the last couple minutes of the game. I'd rather him shoot or attempt a contested layup than him kick back and shoot an uncontested three. Because you just – it's all risk, no reward or – Vice versa, basically. So, if by the way, I gotta, gotta give a shout out to Tyler, though. He's been playing really good recently. He's averaging but like he still does take his bad shots. He's averaging 18 points per game these last seven games, is he not? And he's, yeah, he's shooting on very good splits, I think. I think he's shooting at 38% from three. I think and he's shooting, I think he's shooting higher like than that. Something? I think he's shooting 41 from three in the, in the past like seven or eight games. He's killing I know he's it. He's at like 49 from field goal. In general, yeah, trade deadlines yeah. really do do that to you, man. I, I mean, look I think, at Robinson. I think he's like 49, 41, 90 right now. I believe it's something really. Good. I think Robinson. I think Robinson's played like seven straight games with at least four three pointers. Yeah, that's true. Opinion, I feel like he should get most improved player, in my opinion. Not being biased, but just the stuff he's proven. Not, I don't think so. You're the biggest Robinson just, apologist. He's just, he's no just doing. Question. Yeah, but he's not going to win most improved because he's basically doing what he did last year. Um, and that's not a bad thing. Actually, putting up decent stats last year, not just you know when he, season. you know when he should have won Most Improved Player last year, because his first year was awful. Yeah, his rookie year, I know. True, it was faster, and he this uh, last year he deserved Most Improved last year. So I love Dan Duncan's Howard. improvement on defense. That's my my main thing. Duncan looks great. Uh, Duncan looks really good on defense. He's I don't know what got into Zero him, but he all of a sudden started to play. Um, still, Jimmy deserves MVP. Duh. Uh, yeah. Shout out so to he, Brendan Hogan um, for starting that movement. You've gone oh yeah, viral Jim VP. officially. <laughs> Jim VP. Yeah, it's it's good. And uh, back to what I was gonna say about Duncan is that he's been steadily improving on everything that's not a jumper. He's he's been getting a little bit in foul trouble recently in the first quarter. But his defense has gotten better. I'll give him that. I can. Yeah, he's not letting people get blow past him anymore like that. Yeah. Um, I think now officially, I can probably say Tyler Hero is the worst defender on the team. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, Tyler. He really he's, he's, a, he's a very consistent and a not maybe not consistent. He's a very decent offensive player, but he's just no good on defense, and he needs to work on it. Yeah. He's a he's a really good six man for points off the bench though. Yeah, he yeah, he's played. He played the most as a bench player. He's been playing like I think he's averaged like twenty-seven plus minutes a game. He's had multiple twenty-point games as a six-man. Multiple. I know, but I'm saying like he's the only player off our bench that puts up that many minutes. Maybe besides Iguodala, because he plays like I think like maybe five minutes less than Tyler. Iguodala doesn't play off the bench that that much. Um, I'm trying. He's just put out there for defense and maybe occasionally a three. I'm trying to think of the minutes. Um, Iggy plays no. the Iggy plays the majority of the fourth quarter, so you yeah. see him. You see him a lot. Maybe a little a bit of, times, of the third. Yeah, you know, a lot of times when the, when the game's on the line, you pay more attention, so you feel like you see Iggy a little bit more than you do. Yeah. But he's definitely, he's definitely a. He's definitely big, there. Crucial. He's I'll a crucial. Yeah, that. he's definitely there. He's a crucial part of our team. He's. He's a, he's a great. He's a great player to have. Mm-hmm. He plays like twenty-five. 
game. I'm sorry? Dragic. He plays 25 a game, you said? Around there. Yesterday he played uh, 22, but he usually plays a little bit higher than that. Yeah. He didn't start, did he? No, he did. Yeah. He, he so started before all the depot came, bad. but yeah. Yeah. So then let's see. So moving forward real quick, you know, um, let's talk about, well, by the time people, to the five recent viewers, by the time y'all are listening to this, it will already be on Thursday. So let's talk about this upcoming game against the Lakers to talk about the preview. Now, as Ange mentioned, you know, if the Heat does win and they, you know, I don't want to hear no Laker fan talking about they didn't have LeBron or AD. I'm going to go I- on a rant on Twitter. I will be, oh my God, I have all, we have all the bragging rights in the world. I'm just saying. Because y'all was sitting here making all those memes about us, talking about how y'all was smoking the heat pack and everything. I don't want to hear. We'll be smoking the Lakers pack. The Laker pack tomorrow if we if we get this win. I'm not I'm with not a, a with a LeBron meme smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just saying right now, like I don't want to hear anyone be like, "Oh, we didn't have LeBron. We didn't have AD." Well, guess what? Finals. We didn't have Bam. We didn't have yeah. What we had was a Jimmy Butler who was basically on one good leg in that game six. So I don't want to hear nothing about right, you know, about Lakers being shorthanded because y'all should have had that same mentality when the finals was around last year. So right, anyway, but this is also no by no means a guaranteed win. Yeah, that's. Well, for sure, we should have won yesterday's game. A couple of players from Memphis was out, and even then, Memphis Winslow was out. No, yeah, yes. And, then- and John Morant got injured um a little late in the game. No, and but that was that was with like ten seconds left. Yeah, yeah, true. Then the Melton dude, he was injured too. That was the dude getting the rebounds from Memphis in the last heat game. So I thought, you know, we didn't have to worry about him getting all kinds of crazy rebounds against us. But, you know, what's his name? Dylan freaking Brooks, you know. But anyways, right. so, so Yeah, this is like, oh. So let's see. What's what's your preview? What should we expect in this upcoming game? A W. The Lake, Plain and the, simple. Listen, 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 listen. The Lakers, yeah. yesterday, they played the Raptors and they won. They won and uh, let me read this. Let me read this off to you. Cutting out. Am I, am I good now? Yeah. You're okay. good. You're good. Let, let me read this off to you. Taylor Horton Tucker, 17 points. Marcus All, 13 points. Dennis Schroeder, 12 points. KCP, 13 points. Marcus Morris, 15 points. Alice Caruso, 13 points. They, I don't know his name, Catcock or whatever his name is, 10 points. Andre Wesley Kekok, Matthews. Yeah. yeah. Wesley Matthews and Kuzma had eight and nine. So that's a very, very balanced attack. That's two points from having nine players in double digits. Mm, so playing a very balanced game, apparently. So I would warn Heat fans, this is not a guaranteed win. It's not. You're no gonna, one is ever guaranteed. I'm just saying we should come out with the win. We we should, but then we could also have Taylor Horton Tucker scoring 50 points on us because that's just how we play. Killer. He definitely could do that. 
Watch Kuzma be the heat killer, bro. I swear to God. All uh, I need is Kuzma to airball a free throw, and my night is made. That's all I need. Kuzma to airball another free throw. Real talk, Taylor Horton Tucker. If that dude bowls out against Miami tomorrow, against Miami in this upcoming game, I'm telling you the whole. I don't know because it seems like lately Laker fans and Heat fans have been talking about. Yo, who's got that goal? You do. Alright. Okay. Okay. So that goes out now. Um, yeah. Anyways, so what was so, I saying? Taylor Horton. Wait, wait, Ange, can you just mute yourself real quick? All right. All right, no echo? Okay. So, um, just real quick, I want to say, like, I know for some reason he and Laker fans are out here talking about who's better, Hero or freaking Taylor Horton Tucker. So, <laughs> if this dude, Horton Tucker, comes out and he has a 23-point quarter like this dude, Dylan Brooks... Laker fans are about to go off, bro. It's going to be hero stands against Horton Tucker stands all night tomorrow after that game. It's going to be crazy. So I'm more worried the- about the finals heat killer, Contavious Caldwell Pope. That's <laughs> another that pissed me off, bro. Let me tell you something, right? I remember last year in the regular season, and they're, they did it again this season as well, talking about let's trade this dude and all that. You know, and then he goes into the finals and he plays lights out against the Heat. Like, I don't think y'all understand how much that pissed me off. Like, bro, why couldn't you be that same player that everybody wanted to get traded, bro? Why did you have to wait now to all of a sudden act like you a valuable asset to the Lakers? Like, dang, bro. But then, let's see, aside from that, who else? Who else do we need to worry about? Maybe maybe Mantra's Harold down low. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, he, he, I think Bam. I think Bam can contain him though. He's not tall. He's not. He's not that big. I mean, they have. I mean, they Schroeder, Schroeder, Harold, Kuzma, Tht. Mm-hmm. I, I think we should have an easy easy win. But like everybody was saying, you know, you, you know, you can't you can't uh, always guarantee a win. We saw that last night. So. Let's hopefully, see. hopefully we get the dub. I, I think we come out playing a lot more aggressive. I think Spo might bring back a uh, different scheme on defense, maybe like a zone, the zone that we were running before. So it, the main stuff we were running last night was not working. I can't believe you didn't switch to zone. Uh, I was yelling at the TV, like play zone, play zone. I was like, come on, man! Like didn't switch up anything. So I think we might see a different look. I think uh, Jimmy, Bam, Vic are going to come out really, really. Really aggressive, I believe so, because that they just lost to the Grizzlies. Imagine how they feel. <laughs> I hope our defense wakes up tomorrow. That's all I have to say. Because last night's game, their defense was not it. I mean, I get it. We have we had a couple good steals. You know, Bam had three. Um, I think Jimmy had two, if I'm not mistaken. But I just hope our defense shows up tomorrow. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Then let's see. You know, watch Marcus also have a good game too, because I know there was some Heat fans hoping he would get bought out. I mean, he's been basically doing cardio for Lakers whenever he's on the floor. But you know, why not watch him? Just let's just not have any random scrub Heat killers show up tomorrow. I know that's most likely not gonna happen. That there's gonna be one or two of them to, to pop up. 
But if we could just have a game where we just simply kill the Lakers, especially after what happened last year, that would mean the world to me. So that's all I got to say about that. The floor is back to you guys. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that's... Amen. <laughs> <laughs> if no one's got me, I know Jimmy Butler's got me. Can I get an amen? Amen. Uh, <laughs> amen. <laughs> but let's see. What else what else should we just hit on right now? Because I know we're about to close out very soon. What else should we hit on? I think we I think we've covered pretty oh, much every, everything relevant. Ahead of us next week, starting with Brooklyn. Wait, no, not with Brooklyn, I'm sorry. Um with who? Yeah, it's a West Coast. I forget who we start playing. I'm drawing a blank again, but I know we end it with I know we end it with the Suns and have Denver in I know it's like I know the last I think the last two are Denver and the Suns and then the uh, or, Portland. Portland and Timberwolves. Oh, Timberwolves. Yeah, I see Denver's having a like a pretty like weird pattern where they they were losing by like almost twenty to the Magic the other night. I was like, hey yo, and it's not like they had no one. They had Jokic, they had Jamal Murray, they had their players, but they came back like the very last second. I was like, yo. I really thought the Magic were going to, like, freaking destroy the Nuggets, which was, like, yo, But they've been on that slump recently, I've noticed. But I just hope that they continue that slump when we play them. So. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how bad the Oh, be. yeah, that'd be so – that's, like, freaking – um, what's it called? Batman versus Superman, bro. Two elite defenders. Clash of the Titans. Yeah, Clash of the Titans. So let's see. So, you know, I don't know when we'll do another episode, but, uh, you know, by the time we'll do it, hopefully maybe the road trip will be over. Who knows? Um, so with that being said, um, what's going to, what do you expect Miami's record will be of these next five games? You think they'll go five and oh, three and two. What will it be? If I want to be realistic, I'd say three and two because, I mean, hey, we could have gone on a five-game win streak. We just ended a four-game win streak. You know, anything's possible. But just anything over 500 is okay with me. Three and two, four and one, five and oh. Just don't let it I'm be putting, two and three, one and four, oh and five. Jesus. Let me not jinx it. Hold up. There we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my expectations at three and two. So I'm not going too high. And I don't Just to be realistic, keep it safe. I don't know. I th- I feel like we probably might lose to Minnesota. I hope not. The Timberwolves? No, I no, mean no, they no, have no. Anthony Edwards I and KAT, but I'm just I know, bro. Like I just sometimes I don't know if I can trust this team. You know, sometimes they beat the they beat the Suns once, and they're like the worst team in the league. I mean, hey, anything's possible, but I just hope not. With the two I mean, players they have and all the players we have, you think it'd be an easy win? I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit different and say four and one, even though I think it was probably gonna be three and two. I think we beat the Lakers, beat Portland, Phoenix. I think they might get us. I think we can sneak out a win in Denver, but it'll be really close. And I think we can beat Minnesota for sure. You'd think Minnesota would be an easy game considering their record and how they play, but and the next game after Minnesota for Angie is Brooklyn, so. Mm-hmm. That's, and that that's going to be on national TV, so big oh, time, big time cool. game. I don't think we're going to be seeing James Harden if I'm if I if the reports are right. He's been, I think he's out for ten days. I saw reports say. Yeah. But that'll be right. after, 
or before. I don't even know. No, nah, no, nah, it'll be. I know they play that, on a that, Sunday. That, it's on yeah, it's on it's on Sunday the eighteenth, so it'll be right there at the end of his project like what they're saying he might be out, but I bet he doesn't play. He'll probably, probably be it. questionable oh. or probable, one of the two. Yeah, they'll keep they'll probably keep him out for longer than ten days just to be careful because they don't Durant's really need not coming that. back anytime soon, no. Uh I, I heard he was supposed to come back in the next couple of weeks, I thought. Oh, a couple of weeks, so we have time. We, I, have time. I, we have eleven days. I mean Joe Harris is the Duncan Robinson of their team, bro. He's he's a sniper, I will admit. So oh, yeah. they gotta, we have to put our best defenders, you know, Bam, Iggy, Violita, you know, just, just to get a big man to stop him. So Walmart Duncan Robinson. No, that's Max Juice. <laughs> <laughs> then he's target Duncan Robinson because there you go. <laughs> no, Dollar General, Dollar General, <laughs> Duncan Robinson. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, he's a good will, Duncan Robinson. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm gonna spread this. I'm gonna spread this heat propaganda. again. The only reason he smoked us the first time because he had Durant, Kyrie, and KD. But Duncan is the better shit. Durant, Durant and KD. Durant, oh, I'm straight. I'm tripping. Durant, uh, <laughs> a flash moment, ladies and gentlemen. We just you just witnessed your first flash moment. All right, Dylan Booker. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can bash me all you want about that. I don't get I don't get annoyed. It's funny, bro. I laugh at it. So just a heads up. You guys can bash me all you want about that. Astrology and everything. I don't care. Vice courts, everything. I don't care. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I'm telling you, Joe, we gotta do Angie moments at the end of each pod. That would be that would be fire. Now, from now going forward. It's just gonna be me ripping my hair out. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about how Jimmy Butler was expected. We thought how Jimmy Butler was a cancer in Minnesota, <clears throat> and then we'll talk about how the it wasn't astrology, though. It wasn't astrology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! But yeah, I feel like I feel like now we had a wild part of this um pod. So with that being said, is there anything else we should talk about real quick, or? I think we're good. Yeah, good. we're good. <laughs> All right, so, so with that being said, um, before we close it out, of course, Jim VP, Jim VP, Jim VP, Jim for Defensive Player of the Year, Tyler for Sixth Man of the Year, Eric Spolster for Coach of the Year. Um, he propaganda at its finest. Um, Max Juice is a Walmart version. Duncan Robinson. <laughs> Joe Harris is Goodwill. <laughs> is the Dollar General. <laughs> it's for Rudy. Jeez, bro. Hey. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So back on topic. Um, with that being said, y'all. Um, since we've covered so much in today's episode, we'll see you guys next time with a brand new episode of the Heat vs. the World podcast. And until then, we out, y'all. Have a good day. Peace. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time with a brand new episode of the Heat vs. the World podcast.